Well, week 17, we got a big AFC Monday night football matchup for you. Josh Allen, Bills taking on Joe Burrow, the Bengals. One team's won six in a row, the other one seven in a row. 8-15 Eastern, 5-15 Pacific, ESPN, ABC, ESPN2, ESPN Deportes, and ESPN Plus. Coverage begins Monday night countdown with Rex at 7 on ESPN2. Meanwhile, on planet Earth, check out this punt by Bucks punter Jake Camarda. Batch, bot snap. He's able to Ooh, get yeah, to it. Crazy. Get out. It gets it, and then it gets down inside the five. Listen, in the year that we said that Messi showed that he was the greatest footballer ever, <laughs> this is a play that was fit for the World Cup. It's <laughs> <laughs> so unfortunate the play didn't count, and it was luckily for the for the Bucks. I mean, this guy—he uh, ran a four-five at the at the combine. Hey, listen, when you have athletic, athletic guys, they make athletic plays. Yeah, exactly. Hey, you think about that—that that kind of athleticism right there. He reminded me of Mbappe. Welcome back to Get Up. Coming to you live from the Seaport. It is brought to you by Chase Bryan Custer. I'm in for Greeny. I got Rex. I got RC here with me. And guys, boy, what a big day in the NFL yesterday. Playoff picture. NFC. We start with those Giants. Boy, they crushed the Colts 38 Oh, Daniel Jones. Yeah, two pass oh. touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns. It clinched the first playoff berth for the Giants since 2016. They're the six. Then Detroit, they continued to win. They were one and six at one point, but after yesterday's 41 to 10 win over the Bears, they're now eight and eight, still alive in the playoff hunt. And how about the Commanders? They turned to Carson Wentz to save their season. Three picks on the day, 24 to 10 loss to the Browns. They are eliminated from the playoffs. But boy, how about this game here, Pat? Vikings, Packers come in with their playoff fate in their own hands. Let's go right to the first quarter. Packers trailing three to nothing. And Keyshawn Nixon back deep to return it. And how about from five yards from his own end zone? And RC goes 105 yards to the house. They didn't even know if he'd be available this game because he hurt himself going 95 yards last week against the Miami Dolphins. This is a great way to start the game. If you're the Green Bay Packers, you know you're in the money. Take the leap, and the Packers are up 7-3. The ensuing Vikings possession. Justin Jefferson, Jair Alley. Look, they've been talking trash all week long. And look at the coverage. And then, how about this? This is disrespectful. Hey, hey, oh. you, can't, you can't take a man's dance, Jair. You can't take a man's dance. This is a huge play on the back shoulder. Jair Alexander feeling it early. Because later in the drive, Cousins trying to force it again. That one's get tipped in the air. Gotta get Savage. He's a savage with a pick six. overthrows. <laughs> you got to get those. And he makes a house call. Aaron Rodgers doing a great job here. They're at four, they get 14 points. Aaron Rodgers hasn't been on the field. <laughs> to the second quarter, Vikings trail 17-3, and it is Kirk Cousins again. And once again, a ball is tipped, and a ball is picked off this time by Adrian Amos. Listen, if you look at what Kirk Cousins was seeing all day in the backfield, he had pressure in the middle of the pocket, and also he on the back end knew that they'd always have bodies around Justin Jefferson. And one thing, Rex, they're doing, they're running the football. How about Aaron Jones? This is 31 yep. yards down well, the side. Well, you know why they're doing it? Because, Brian, I, I, I think they're trying to win games now. <laughs> like, oh, my God. How about that concept? <laughs> and then Rodgers back to pass. 
And Aaron Rodgers doing his thing. Touchdown. Robert Tunyon, he pulls away from the defender late in the play. Aaron Rodgers leans to the right, gets a perfect throw. Touchdown, Green Bay. 27 to 3 is the score. And in the fourth, Cousins again. And Cousins, another pick, this time by Rudy Ford. Listen, Rudy Forrest is being inserted into this defense, has made huge play after huge play. Another interception of Kirk Cousins. And right now, Judges is going to be on the sidelines surrounded by Green Bay Packers. Yeah, the ensuing Packers possession. Aaron Rodgers, it's the pump fake. Come on, guys. <laughs> Come on, guys. Hey, how many times? They falling for that pump fake like they used to fall for MJ's joint when he used to palm the ball and just throw it to people huh. and show it to him. Right there, gets the pump fake. Aaron Rodgers still shows that athleticism running touchdown for the veteran quarterback. Packers blow the Vikings' doors off. 41-17. Rodgers, 159, two TDs. Here's Rodgers on controlling their own fate. Feels really special. It does. It, uh... Been an interesting year. Hasn't been my best football at times, but uh, I've been asked to step up my leadership, I think, and be someone the guys can count on to keep it together. You know, even when it doesn't seem like there's anything to play for, we we don't have a chance to make a run. We're becoming a more dangerous team, and I, you know, we've all seen some of the uh, commentary outside as we went from four and eight to five and eight to six and eight, and nobody's worried about the Packers and blah 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 blah. Uh, now what are you going to say? <laughs> Dude, funny as heck, man. Hey, listen. So Packers funny. needed some help from some of these teams around them, and they have gotten it. And now they control their own fate with oh, one man. spot left in the NFC. All they've got to do is beat Detroit on Sunday. They're in. If they lose, Seattle gets a win. Then the Seahawks are in. And for Detroit to make it, they need a victory. And Seattle to drop their game against the Rams. So with that said, I mean, listen, the Packers are now just basically a victory away from getting into the playoffs. Yeah. How dangerous is this squad right now? You know what? I think this team is dangerous, but the team is also dangerous because of what they're doing defensively. Since 2019, this team has drafted five players in the first round, and one of those players is Jair Alexander, and we saw what he was able to do yesterday against Justin Jefferson and making those plays and then forcing Kirk Cousins to try to win somewhere else other than with his go-to guy. And also, we hear Aaron Rodgers, and he kind of Kind of like, oh, what are you going to say now? Well, what we're going to say is your team is finally playing the way that they're supposed to play. They're making plays defensively. They're leading with the run game. In this four-game winning streak for the Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers is the 24th-ranked quarterback in the entire NFL. Mm. You know who 25 is? Derek Carr. Wow. So it's not like this team is winning with their Hall of Fame quarterback. They're playing complimentary football, and they're allowing Aaron Rodgers to make plays when he needs to, and that's in critical situational football moments. But Rex knows this. It's going to be about how many stops can we get, mm. how can we control the football with the run game, and now Aaron go be Aaron when we most need What have you team. seen is the biggest difference? Well, I just think it's the way their defense is playing. They're, like, they're getting those takeaways. What I mean, they're, I think, averaging like four takeaways the last – uh, several weeks, uh, five weeks, I believe. So, to me, that's the difference. And this defense finally playing like we thought they would at the beginning of the year. And look, offensively, Aaron Rodgers, yeah, he's still an, an amazing player and all that, but it ain't about him. It's about the team. And I will say this, though. Going into this game, like how dangerous are they are in the playoffs? They got to get to the playoffs first because Detroit doesn't care. Detroit doesn't care yeah. that Aaron Rodgers is 28 and four playing at Lambeau in December and January, which, by the way, is an incredible stat. But <laughs> thank you, Hembo. But they don't really care, and so they feel Detroit feels disrespected by Aaron Rodgers after that game. 
after he threw all the picks and he's like, oh, you know, we really weren't the Green Bay Packers. What? Guess what? This ain't the Detroit Lions you remember either. Yeah. So I think this team, they have the top five offense in the National Football League. They're the ones that don't turn the ball over. Jared Goff is outplaying you, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And so to me, they're coming in like, hey, guess what? The good news is you're hosting the, the you know, this game. Bad news is you got to play us. Yeah. I, I hear the voice of that ghost Dan Orlovsky somewhere saying, I told you guys. Yeah, the, the I know. Thumb, Gosh, the thumb is getting better. You know what? Running the football. Well, I'm and, not hearing and, that. And, and, I'm not hearing that. And the quarterbacks are playing a lot better for Green Bay. Speaking oh. of those quarterbacks, you talking about Jair Alexander. Yeah. Boy, he had a lot to say about his matchup with Justin Jefferson. Take a listen to this. Just all the yards he had. That's what I was calling the fluke. Because, you know, he was catching passes with nobody even on him. I oh, am. Yeah. Okay, good job. You knew so it. If that, so if that was a fluke, what is one catch for 15 yards? Man, greatness. Did any of the coaches or anybody say, hey, man, I wish you wouldn't have said that? Uh, yeah. Who said something? Oh, shoot. I mean, everybody, you know. But uh, that's just the confidence I have in myself and, you know, the people around me. So, hey, it is what it is. And basically what he's saying is during the week, you know, they went back and forth. He said that game you had on us the first time was a fluke. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to show it, and he did it. Well, I'm going to say this. That means he hasn't watched much other film because Justin <laughs> Jefferson can flat out play. But I love the confidence of Jair Alexander. Also, you have to give defensive coordinator Joe Barry some credit because he didn't just put Jair out there and say, okay, let's just see what you can do. You're going to see here, right, when you have Jair Alexander lined up on Justin Jefferson, we're going to be in a two-high safety look. In that two-high safety look, we're going to make Kirk Cousins figure it out, but they're going to roll to a single high. Now we have Jair Alexander pressed up. You're going to see him fall a little bit over the top and play through the back to get the backhand on the ball, and then we're going to get a little gritty for good measure afterwards. But this was a great job of disguise. Now, this is going to be a two-high safety. They're going to roll to this, and we're going to have a cloud coverage. In this cloud coverage, it allows Jair Alexander to get hands-on right now. Now he can squeeze from the outside because, look here, Darnell Savage understands playing the underneath zone, you're going to now roll to Justin Jefferson. This is one of my favorite plays of the game. This is why you go out and you get a Quay Walker. You move Justin Jefferson inside where Jair doesn't play. And so now we're going to have to get hands-on, but watch here. Rex knows this coverage very well. They're going to be playing palm coverage, right? Look at Jair Alexander's eyes. If we get an outbreaking route by Boom. Justin Jefferson, we're going to get a trigger by Jair Alexander because it's up the field. Adrian Amos is over the top of him. Joe Barry did a great job of always having multiple people around Justin Jefferson along with the best cornerback on the team and mixing up the coverages so Kirk Cousins had to figure it out. You don't necessarily beat the Vikings by beating Justin Jefferson, you beat them by beating Kurt Cousins. But, um, and it's a great tape right there. But, but the thing that I loved about it the most is he got hands yes. on Justin Jefferson. And how? Well, because if, if he was outside, they rolled the cover two. If he's inside, they play cover four. Mm -hmm. And that allows you to get to, to get your hands on a guy. And I'm not talking about healing hands. They were laying <laughs> And I will say this. Can Jair Alexander give Aaron Rodgers' hat back to him? Oh! Rodgers' head's the only one big enough for that hat. I don't know what to tell you. So now they they win, they're in. They got Detroit. 
Say what you want. Jared Goff hasn't turned the football over in that game. Listen, what do you think? I, Who wins I, that game? I watch Sundays every Sunday with Rex Ryan, <laughs> and all we talk about <laughs> is Detroit because that's where his son coaches. But when you look at this team, this is a team that many think has overachieved. No, they're playing up to the level of their potential. Jared Goff is at the top of his game. Dan Campbell has this team playing extremely hard. I'm going to give the Green Bay Packers an edge slightly because of experience and home field advantage, but this is going to be a battle. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, this offense in particular for Detroit, you don't want to play him, man. Like, this this backup tight end over here, he got two touchdowns. The other backup tight end got three the game before. Yeah. Like, they spread the ball around, and, man, they're exciting. So, to me, this one is going to be, oh, yeah, and the whole and country's going to be watching And for this people one. who haven't watched the Detroit yeah. Lions, Amon Ross St. Brown is an Ooh. absolute stud in the slot, and figuring out ways to get him the football is going to be fun this week because Jair Alexander doesn't play inside. If Dominique was here, the Detroit's one of them teams that give no foxes about playing <laughs> Green Bay in Lambeau. Yep. All right, coming up, they're going to need some help with the Steelers. Listen, they're still kicking. They're alive. Why Pittsburgh fans should be even more pumped as this team, I'm telling you, they may just make the, the postseason. And how about the Georgia Bulldogs? They won it. It wasn't easy. It wasn't pretty. You'll hear why Kirby Smart put his QB deal on blast afterwards. Keep it right here. This is Get Up. Dell Tech Fest starts now. To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technologies is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, where you can make the everyday easier with Windows 11. Unleash more possibilities with cutting-edge systems, their most advanced features, and great prices. Plus, curate your dream setup with deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com deals, you'll have access to state-of-the-art technology to match your forward-thinking spirit and free shipping on everything. Anniversary savings await you you for a limited time only at dell.com slash deals that's dell.com slash deals delicious meat nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts out there each one ounce serving has six grams of protein giving you over 10 percent of your daily value wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go and you're on the go a lot taking the kids to school hopping from meeting to meeting shopping for groceries well the good news is not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein providing all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Welcome back to Get Up. How about more football? Big game here. Dolphins, Patriots, no Tua. Teddy Bridgewater got the start. This is the third quarter. Teddy hooks up with Jalen Waddle. That's over the middle. 23-yard pickup. Hey, Dolphins are in the red zone. They're rolling. Later in the drive, 
Bridgewater, just going to flip that thing to Raheem Mostert. It's a great play by Teddy Bridgewater. Steps up in the pocket, gets the ball to Raheem Mostert. Now we're going diving. And it's 14-7. Then Bridgewater looking for Trent Shurfield. Uh -huh. Kyle Duggar's like, nah, bruh. And he's going with a pick six to the house. Kyle Duggar steps in front of this football. It's a great return, but the stiff arm at the end is what does the true damage because now they've lost Teddy Bridgewater for the rest of the game. Now yeah. we probably know why Teddy Bridgewater doesn't tackle. <laughs> <laughs> Injured his finger, you're right. It did not come back. And in the fourth, the Patriots take over. Mac Jones, Jacoby Myers. That's a 25-yard pickup. And then still later in the drive, is who? Mac Jones and Mac West. Jones. <laughs> and he gets the pass interference call on the Dolphins. Costly mistake from Miami because three plays later on third and goal is Jones to Jacoby Myers. Nobody was covering. There was a miscommunication on the back end for the Dolphins. Smart play by Mac Jones. And how about this? So with that victory, Patriots still alive. And what about the Steelers and the Ravens? Woo! Lamar Jackson still out. That's Lamar Jackson pay me my money outfits <laughs> in the fourth quarter. Kenny Pickett over the middle and watch Steven Sims go up and go get it. Listen, this is a big catch. Kenny Pickett throws this football right into the hole of the defense. Goes up high, points the ball. Pittsburgh Steelers looking for another game-winning drive. Later in the drive, third and eight. It's Pickett again. He's going to evade that rush. He's going to roll right. You hit Najee here. That's a big touchdown. This is there. the second time in two weeks Kenny Pickett has had a big drive. Last one finished with George Pickens. This time you go to your star back, Najee Harris. Hush the crowd. So under a minute left in this game, Tyler Huntley, and you go right to Mark Andrews. That's an 18-yard pickup. Yeah, you, you know darn well, man, they're setting up Justin Tucker to knock this thing into <laughs> yes. overtime. Piece of cake. Typical Raven Steeler game. Look, there we go. <laughs> Andrews again. No, it got punched out, but they say the ball was yeah. down before it's punched out. It's first down for the Ravens. And so they're rolling here because two plays later, Huntley again rolling right, looking downfield. Ah, he the closer, Mika Fitzpatrick, slowly becoming a Pittsburgh Steelers legend. When you make plays in this rivalry, people remember you. Yeah, they mm. did. The Steelers get the victory 16-13. How about the Steelers now? 8-8. Eight and eight. So, the Jets are eliminated from the playoffs. That final AFC wildcard spot down to three teams. The team that controls their own destiny, Bill Belichick and the Pats. With a win against the Bills, they're in. Now, if New England takes a loss, that opens the door for Miami to make it in somehow, even though they've lost five straight. And don't count out the Steelers. They're 8-8. Eight and eight. They can make it with the win and a loss from those two other teams. So, you know, listen here. Um, RC, Steelers now just a win away from recording another winning season. Uh, for yeah. Mike Tomlin, you know, we talk about Bill Belichick and probably one of his best coaching seasons. Yeah. What about Mike Tomlin? Well, I think yeah. I think we said early on this season with this young team, with a young quarterback, if he got this team above 500, it would be one of his best coaching jobs. And I think it is. Also, let's look at where this team was early on in the season. There have been games where you're trying to figure out who the quarterback is going to be. Kenny Pickett takes over. He's injured, has some concussion issues. And so they've just been finding ways to win. When you look at this defense, in the last, in the last seven right. games, they've only given up six touchdowns. 
And Kenny Pickett only has one turnover in the last seven games. And so this team is finding ways to stay close. And then Kenny Pickett is showing us that he has some of those intangibles that's going to make him a very good quarterback in the future. And all the talk coming up to the draft was how small his hands were. And I started, I said it last night. Yes, Kenny Pickett has, li has little mittens, but he definitely has big onions. And when you have a quarterback <laughs> who can make plays the way that he does down the stretch, never blinks, never flinches, that's a quarterback that you can believe in in his leadership skills, and he's already shown that as a rookie. What do you think? Yeah, no, I, I totally agree, but Man, oh, man, how good is T.J. Watt, by the way? Yeah. What, does he make a difference? Like, oh, my gosh. But Mike Tomlin, your point about Mike Tomlin, how is it, how is it possible? With this team. Never. With this team. But yeah. he, the dude's never had a losing season. But this year, I'm like, ah, oh, it's too bad. He's got that streak's going to go. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. Like, what, a, what a coach. A, a brilliant coach. And they do it in Steeler fashion. Yep. Now, all of a sudden, this offensive line couldn't knock me off the ball. Now they're running the ball yeah. all over the place. You got a rookie quarterback. That's okay. No problem. And that defense, we forget how great Mika Fitzpatrick is. Yep. Hayward, yep. you know, and then you got, got Watt. By the way, when Hayward got that penalty, I'm sitting back going, dude, this is Raven Steelers. Who calls like, that? What? Yeah. Raven Steelers? Do the <laughs> officials not know? Like, hey, no, they're going to be a fight in the parking lot between these two teams. You let that go. I will say this. What I loved about that play, though, was Cam Hayward and Minka Fitzpatrick getting into it on the sideline. That's what's oh, supposed yeah. to happen with veteran leaders. That's what's supposed to happen with players who compete and want to win. They pulled them apart. They both come back and make huge plays late in that game. That's what the Steelers and Baltimore Ravens rivalry is supposed to be. By the way, Rex, how much more money is Lamar Jackson making every week that he's not out? Because it seems like Justin Tucker's been their best offensive weapon yeah. since Tyler Huntley's Brian, been the QB. Brian, great point. And look, there are people in that organization who literally thought, you know what, Huntley can do it just as well. No, he can't. Six straight starts for Huntley. Nothing against him. Yeah. They never scored more than 20 points in any of those six starts. By the way, when you got Lamar Jackson, he only averages 28 eight, uh, points a, a game, game. Yep. when he's out there. Does he make a difference? Oh, my gosh. And, yes, is he going to break the bank? I know Lamar Jackson. You don't have an agent. I would like to be your agent, my <laughs> friend. So you're going to get paid because what a great player he is. Yeah. And, and now maybe the whole organization – Everybody in, a, in that organization realized this. You know, we made the joke about Micah Parsons saying that Jalen Hurts was a system quarterback or it was more about the system. And I said this in the offseason. Lamar Jackson is the system in Baltimore. Yes, you've built this team around him. It's in his likeness. You do the things that he's good at. But you haven't given him players on the outside to elevate this passing game. You haven't given him a coaching staff that understands how to create easy plays for Lamar Jackson. And we're seeing that because they can't do it with Tyler Hunter. It's showing you how dependent the Baltimore Ravens are on Lamar Jackson, not only offensively, yeah. but as an entire organization. Yeah. And if this team doesn't get him back, even though they're playoff ready or playoff bound, they'll be home very early. Yeah, and it also shows that I think, especially next season, they got to get surround some weapons. Yeah. With that Rashard guy. Bateman uh, going out for him. the season yeah, was yeah. a huge injury for the Baltimore Ravens. All right, Jalen Hurts, you know, he hasn't played as well in the last two weeks. He's been nursing that hurting shoulder here. It's this throwing shoulder. Of course, with the top seed in the NFC on the line, does Philly need to play their starter on Sunday? I'm sure we'll have a disagreement on that debate. But first, we got a little sneaky himbo time. Rex putting that undefeated record on the line. Okay, Rex Ryan, which franchise has hosted the most home playoff games <laughs> in NFL history? <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> we got the answer when we come back. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. It is the moment we all wait for every Monday. Sneaky Hembo and Rex. This sneaky guy right here is too darn sneaky. I am a football historian. I'm just going to say the Miami Dolphins. That's right. The Pittsburgh Steelers. The Atlanta Falcons. Saquon Barkley. Frank Gore. It ain't even close. It's Mike Zimmer. That is right. My God. Yes. I own you. He's a little, little man. Oh, he owns Himbo, oh. so it's back to sneaky Himbo time. Rex putting that undefeated record on the line. Okay, before we went to break, we asked the question, which franchise has hosted the most home playoff games, Rex Ryan? I, 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 I've got to admit, I'm struggling okay. uh, with this one right here. I don't have the answer. Come on. Uh, the obvious one is, you know, because of the sneaky, though, you got to eliminate this yeah. guy. So the obvious one, he floats out there, the, the Patriots, but that's too obvious. So no, sneaky part of it eliminates them. You're right. Then you got Pittsburgh, you got this team, you got Dallas. You got... I'm going to say the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers, great guess. Great guess, but it's the wrong no, guess. No, what? It's the wrong guess. No. <laughs> that's, that's the top five. five. I said top that five. The Pittsburgh oh. Steelers. <laughs> right there, My all those 70s teams. And that was who I said to start with. I took them out. Himbo finally gets the win. RC. No dunking on Himbo, RC. No dunking on him. I was going to staple him. Yeah. I had a stapler. I was going to staple that Himbo. <laughs> That's it. I'm devastated. Yes. And the Steelers. Yes. He rubbed my nose in it with the Steelers. I love the Ravens yes. last night. Yes. I hate the Steelers. Himbo oh. finally victorious. Boo. Back to football. Eagles. 
Saints. <laughs> this was an important one for the Eagles because, listen, they're still trying to wrap up the division and that top seed. And Gardner Minshew getting his second straight start, opening drive here. And the Saints, no score, but Taysom Hill's shotgun runs it right up the middle. Aren't listen, you? Taysom Hill showed the physicality that the Saints wanted to represent up front. There were two runs in the row that said, you know what, here we come. You can't stop us, Philadelphia Eagles. Just like that, it's 7 to nothing. Just over 11, 11 minutes to play here in the third quarter. Kenneth Gainwell, you know what? He's going to find a hole, and all of a sudden, hey, look, Philly's in business. This is what you were expecting from this offense the entire first half. You finally get a huge play, but, but it's a holding. Yep, Landon Dickerson called for a hold. not a hold, man. I mean, he drives him to the ground. A terrible call. Oh, that hurts. Hands are inside. Yeah, it hurts because later in the third quarter, same score here. Gardner Minshew, plenty of time. You go to your playmaker, A.J. Brown. This is the play that they needed to make. Last week, we saw them use a double move against Trayvon Diggs. They do the same thing against Marshawn Lattimore. A.J. Brown comes up with a huge catch and run. Cuts the deficit to 13-10. All of a sudden, the Eagles have gotten momentum here. Under nine minutes to go in the fourth. Uh, Eagles going for it on fourth and one. Minshew, the sneak. You think he's got it. You can't stop that play. Oh, yes, you can. <laughs> but why? They don't have the quarterback. You, you, don't, you don't have a quarterback who's done it the entire season. Gardner Minshew, not built like and Dylan. Watts, yeah, 600 pounds. Yeah, next Eagles possession. Uh, and then the pick six by Marshawn Lattimore. It's the system. Jalen Hurts is a system quarterback. Yeah. Well, the offense hasn't played like this the entire season. They need their quarterback. Apparently, Gardner Minshew's not a system quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> Back to those Eagles. Uh, listen, the losses, uh, they're starting to add up here because they still have the opportunity, though, to win the division and the top seed. Philly still controls their own destiny for home field advantage and a bye. They've got to win Sunday versus the Giants and the Eagles. Uh, but listen, if they lose, that opens the door for San Fran, who would need a win to flip-flop spot. And then the Cowboys. Yes, the Cowboys still in the running, but they're going to need some losses by both teams to get that top spot. Okay, guys, so uh, David Pollock joins us. Hey, David hey. Pollock. Hey, he, he's from the Rose Bowl. Hey, hey, B, can you go to Custer first? Because I talked a lot on Friday. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, cut, yeah. I cut my dog out yeah, of the you're whole right. segment. David Pollock, you did say, RC, <laughs> cut your time. So we're going to go to you first. What is your level of concern with the Eagles limping to the finish line? Well, I think you're starting to see some concern. I think the injuries, too. Obviously, more injuries yesterday. Sweat got hurt, and that looked – I hope it's not serious as a guy that broke his neck. You don't want a neck injury. It always scares the heck out of you. But your right tackle. Obviously, pass protection was a big issue for these guys. But, yeah, you're seeing Jalen Hurts. They, they need Jalen Hurts. They need his running ability. I mean, you could tell they couldn't pound the Saints. The Saints have been playing pretty good defense, but yeah. they miss him. He's also just a consummate leader. He's a consummate dude. That QB sneak. That happens when that happens with Jalen Hurts. That's a good play because he squats a house like he's going to drive his legs like he makes the game easy for everyone yeah. around him. And you could tell a lot more difficult without him, but they still got to get healthy. They got to get healthy in the secondary. They got to get healthy everywhere across the board if they want to win a Super Bowl. OK, so David Pollock says uh, they need Jalen Hurts. So that begs the question, RC, do you need Jalen Hurts to start 
next Sunday against those Giants. Well, let me say this first. Yes, you need him to start. You don't force Jalen Hurts to start. If Jalen Hurts is healthy, which obviously he wants to be, right? Jalen Hurts isn't running around the building missing treatment on purpose so he doesn't have to play. But if he's healthy, obviously you want Jalen Hurts to play because you want that chemistry with your wide receivers. You want them to have an opportunity to get the number one overall seed. But if he isn't healthy, you can't put him in harm's way. If Jalen Hurts goes out without Lane Johnson, by the way, one of their best players in the entire team, obviously their best offensive lineman, and he's hurt for the playoffs, we now know this team has no chance to advance. So you make sure he's in the place where he can protect himself, he's in the place where he can play at a high level, and then you put him out there. Other than that, Jalen Hurts sits until he's ready. Right? Yeah, no, 100%. The man's injured, you don't play him. Yep. It's, a, it's as simple as that. And, and how can you face your locker room if you know he's injured and you're going to try to force the guy to play? No chance of that. Um, if he's available to play and he's he's been cleared to play and everybody feels good about it, then you play him, obviously, because it is a, a critical thing. You you need that home field advantage and you need that week off because that will allow some of those other guys to get back. But never put a guy out there who's injured. And before we get back to Dave, though, there's a difference between being injured and hurt. And when you listen yeah. to David talk about the Josh Sweat injury, those are different things. If Jalen Hurts can play, he's going to be out there. You know, yeah. last hour we had Dan on, David, and he said, no, Jalen Hurts needs to play next Sunday. What do you think? Well, here's the thing. The problem with it, and I, I'd be interested to hear what Rex says about this too, because the problem is Jalen Hurts, he's not your average guy. He, he's not your average quarterback. And I say that when he runs the football, he doesn't slide. Like, yep. Jalen Hurts ain't real interested in your feelings. He ain't real interested in his feelings. Like, he's a tough <laughs> mental mindset. He's a running back. Like, he's going to run the football, and he's going to finish runs. So, like, listen, I got to change your style up a little bit if you're going to come back and you're going to play in this game because I need your shoulder healthy to run you. Yes, I need your shoulder healthy to throw you as well, but that's what makes this offense so difficult to defend is his ability to run. He'll have to change his style up regardless if he plays this week. Then you get the time off. You get in the playoffs. Forget the style. You, you got to be you. You got to go out there and give me everything yeah. you got. Yeah, to David's point, I mean, this man's had over 100 designed quarterback runs. Yes. And so you're right. He has halfback ability in a quarterback's, you know, he's a quarterback with halfback ability. So you're right. His style, his game is much different than just a drop back guy or whatever. Uh, you know, his, uh, the big part of his game is that mobility yeah. and that power that he runs with. And you're right. But you got to protect the player from himself sometimes. If he's healthy enough to play, absolutely. If not, he doesn't. And I'm, I'm going to tell you an ugly part of the game. If I'm the free safety playing in Jalen Hurts' first game and he's running the football, we're going to see about Ooh, that I'm, shoulder. Wow. Mm -hmm. I'm landing on you. That's right. Uh, I'm landing on football. you with all my weight, RC. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to tackle you and, and we're not talking about skinny David Pollock. Right, right, right. <laughs> not skinny David Pollock. <laughs> 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 was the best semifinal day of the games ever and it all started in the desert with TCU outlasting Michigan hey how about 51 to 45 TCU led the entire game Max Duggan was great four touchdowns he accounted for the first player to ever do so in the game then the night capper Georgia cling to a one-point victory over Ohio State overcoming a 14-point fourth quarter deficit it was the largest in playoff history. And so now the national championship game is set. Dogs, frogs, Caesars says Georgia, 13-point favorite, largest in a national championship game since the creation of the 98. And Kirby Smart says his quarterback has to be better.
Well, he showed great competitive character, but he's got to play within our system, and he's got to do what he's coached to do, or you can't win games. You know, he didn't get those opportunities until the defense stopped him, and we got fortunate to stop him a couple times. He must play better if we expect to win the next one. All right, so you hear him. He says, we must play. He must play better if we're going to win the national championship. Uh, how confident are you right now, David Pollock and Stetson Bennett? First of all, that just tells you about Kirby Smart. Stetson Bennett threw for almost 400 yards in, in, the, in the college football semifinal, three touchdowns. He was 10 of 12 for 190 yards and two no. touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Uh, He's got to play better. Like, that just shows you how, how much he expects from this guy. But I think he'll play better. But the bottom line is, fourth quarter, game on the line. Every time you've That's needed true. Stetson Bennett, golly, this dude continues to come through in the clutch. So, I think it'll be a little bit different versus that? Ohio State or versus uh, TCU. I think uh, Ohio State came out with their hair on fire, played great, have so much yes, ability, sir. scored so many points. I don't know if TCU can do the same exact thing to that at Georgia defense. Okay, so let's talk about this national championship game and let's talk a little bit about TCU. Uh, why will you think Max Duggan cause the dogs some problems. Well, same reason C.J. Stroud did. C.J. Stroud ran the football all over the place. You saw him scramble around, make big-time plays. Dude, Max Duggan's been doing that his whole life. I mean, every time you see him at TCU this year, they need big runs. They need first downs. They're going to give it to him. 15's going to carry the football. His ability to evade blitzers, you saw in the in the semifinal, back up in the Fiesta Bowl while the blitz is coming, buy a little bit of time, throw that football, make a big play to Johnston down the field. So his scrambling ability, it, it makes it makes fits for, for defenses because they spread you out and they got so much speed on the perimeter. So Max Duggan's legs are, are, are pivotal in the national championship game. Obviously, TCU got it done against Michigan. Jim Harbaugh and Michigan couldn't get it done. Second straight year, though, they were in the college playoffs. Uh, has Harbaugh done all he can do at Michigan? Because there's word that the Denver Broncos have already reached out to Harbaugh. Yeah, and there's word every year, right? Like, we hear this at the end of the season. When, when, when nobody's talking about your coach, you're usually, you usually don't have a very good coach. You know, like, that's, this is the life of Jim Harbaugh. He, he's, played, he's coached for the San Francisco 49ers and won, like, 70% of his games, took his team to a Super Bowl. So, I think you hear this talk every single year. Michigan, he's built an unbelievable program, done a good job recruiting well, getting in the transfer portal. Like, Jim Harbaugh's done an excellent job. I think Jim Harbaugh, the right NFL job, the right fit, it seems like he'd definitely be interested, just like last year with the Vikings. He goes up there and visits. He thinks he's going to get the job, doesn't get the job. So we hear this every year at the end of the year because Jim Harbaugh's a great coach. All right, David Pollock. Of course, you'll hear him on the call tonight. Appreciate you, Dave. See you, Bob. All right, today we've got two more bowl games right here on ESPN and the app number 16 Tulane. They take on number 10th ranked USC. It's the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic, 1 Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific time. And then you've got Penn State. They square off against Utah. It's the Rose Bowl, and it's presented by Prudential. Listen, it ain't bragging if you can back it up. And Jair Alexander backed up that talk against a Viking star. But did he give us a blueprint on how to defend Jay Jetta? And look at him, though. That's how you celebrate. You crushed that wreck streak undefeated no more. Himbo in the that new year with the win. Up. I missed it. It was too damn obvious. <laughs> we all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. 
But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. It's time for Ryan Clark to explain his tweets. Get in the gym, bro. Well, I just got buffalo chicken dip. Baker. Baker. Bruh. <laughs> Lord. Lord. As everyone laughs, laughs at the way I read your tweet. <laughs> I can't even do it with a straight face. <laughs> Love it. Got RC. Got my thigh here with me. So it is time for RC. Explain your tweets. Let's you ready? It. All yes, right. Sir. Let's go to the first one. Panthers. Well, they're at the Bucks' top already. And, man, the commentator's always jinxing folks. Calls Godwin reliable on the catch, and he coughs it up like Pierce Bronson coughed up that shrimp on Mrs. Doubtfire. Well, I just finished watching Mrs. Doubtfire, which is a great movie. But you remember he put the pepper on the shrimp because he didn't want Pierce to get lucky with his ex-wife. Here, when they catch the ball, and they was like, oh, he's so reliable. Chris Godwin catches it, and boom. Pops it up. And it was just a great peanut Tillman punch. The peanut punch gets the football out. And at this point of the game, I'm saying, well, here we go again. The, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers aren't going to be able to create offense. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to find a way to lose. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to go home. But then Tom Brady, Mike Evans, play after play after play, continue to make plays down the football field. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers find a way to win. There was no Pierce Bronson and Robin Williams' whole face didn't fall off in the restaurant. I think this next one's probably the best one of them all because uh, it's great hard knocks. Uh, bruh, the Aiden Hutchinson Amoeba Zone pick has me for real weak. Man, my man was on the sideline chilling with the DC, came off that thing like Ghost Rider. I'm crying. Best thing he's done for us since Billy Jean. And that's saying something because he balled, moonwalked that thing. Look, moonwalked that thing. Hey, <laughs> he is standing on the sideline right here. What the hell coverage is this? He's standing on the sideline, Justin Fields. He's looking left, he's looking right. This dude was open. He comes off the sideline, catches the pick. Now, the run back was a little suspect. Right. He looked like a defensive in there, but this is a huge play. And we got to remember, this man was the second overall pick. He came to fame with the Billy Jean <laughs> when he was hitting the Billy Jean doing training camp. And when you have a play like this, and he wasn't just talking to the D.C., he was talking to Aaron Glenn, the D.C., and Dan Campbell on the sideline. This is a huge play. I love the fact that they just decided, you know what, we're up, we're winning, we're good, we're going to do stupid things and put Aiden Hutchinson on the sideline. Gets a great pick. Okay, so we got to get to this next one because it's talking about, uh, I Obviously, the Packers and Vikings. Kirk and Justin's ability to perform in situational football has been amazing. 12 wins is hard. There's, they've also gotten their doors blown all the way off three times, and it's regular doors. Open, roll down the window, pull the lock up with your hand-type doors, not Lamborghini. Yeah, see, it's okay if you have Lamborghini doors, because if you're about to get your Lamborghini doors blown off, you just pull them up. But if you got them old school joints, you know the ones you had to roll down like this, or when somebody was getting in the car, you had to reach across that joint and pull the lock up. You know what I'm talking about. If you got those doors, when those doors get blown off, 
that means you got a sturdy car. Because, see, the car is sturdy. That's why they got 12 wins. But when you blow them doors off, the whole car has to be totaled. And what you've seen against the Dallas Cowboys, the Philadelphia Eagles, and now the Green Bay Packers is when this team plays teams that figures out how to t- contain Justin Jefferson and put pressure on Kirk, they don't play well. So when you look at the playoffs, Philadelphia, right, the Dallas Cowboys, San Francisco 49ers, maybe Green Bay Packers again, yeah. this is a team that can be one and done after a great season. Yeah, of course, they had a great back and forth here. You might remember on week one, Justin Jefferson just torched the Packers. Nine catches, 184 yards. Jair Jefferson was on the lineup here, and Jefferson on basically on just 36% of the time in that game. Well, this week, Jair called the performance, quote, a fluke, and then he backed it up, covering Jefferson 65% of the time, and Jetta was limited to just one catch for 15 yards. So he backed up the talk. This, well, time. this is this is a little tough for me, right? Because mm-hmm. we got an LSU guy yep. uh, in Justin Jefferson. Yep. We also have Jair Alexander, a member of Cal Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated. Absolutely. Boys J5 is coming. coming. And he, he really <laughs> showed out, right? He said he wanted this challenge. And early on in the season, he says, when you believe you are what I think I am, you want to take the challenges of guys like Justin Jefferson. And to say what he said during the week, I thought he was a little premature with that, yeah. Rex Ryan. You don't say those things about a guy who's tearing up the league the way Justin Jefferson was. But if you watch this game, Joe Barry did an amazing job of saying, we're not just putting you on Justin Jefferson man-to-man, zero all game. We're going to have coverage behind you. And I think that was a huge part in what confused Kirk. And Rex can speak to this greater than anybody because he coached Darrell Revis. And in 2009, Darrell Revis legitimately walked on water. And, right. But there was a lot of games where he was playing the best in the, in the league and he was man-to-man press. Yeah, no, and, and this game was way different than yes, that. Exactly. I mean, uh, Darrell, no offense. Uh, I mean, nobody could could hang with him. Yep. He, he was he was he was phenomenal. But what what Joe Barry did to your point, he rolled coverage mm-hmm. to Justin Jefferson. Yep. And anytime Justin Jefferson was outside, he played cover two. Why do you play cover two? So your corner can get his hands on that outside receiver. If he played inside, then he would play cover four. Yep. Why? So now the inside guy can get his hands on him. So that's what we saw a lot of. Even in a cover one, they lean the safety yep. to Justin Jefferson. Yep. Which you they, should do. Of course you should. Of course it, it brings you up, should. It brings up this, this question for me, right? Adam Thielen, who was once one of the best wide receivers right. in the entire league, yep. he's no longer that. That's why you go right. out and you get Hawkinson, mm-hmm. right? You have someone in the slot who is now coming along and making plays. When Justin Jefferson doesn't have his best day, who is going to step up and make plays for the Minnesota yep. Vikings? And we haven't seen anyone do that in the three games that they were blown out or the other loss. So are we buying then big picture these guys, not because of him, but because of the defense? Well, no, and, and that's I think that's what makes them the most dangerous is the fact that this defense is finally playing like we thought they would yes. at the beginning of the year. Beginning of the year, we're thinking this is top five defense. Mm-hmm. And they, they can ride their defense while Aaron Rodgers develops these young receivers. Yep. All right? Well, that's where they're at now. They haven't been all season, but they're starting to play that way now. And he's starting to trust these receivers. Well, he's starting to trust the receivers because he understands that they can make plays in those critical moments. We've seen Christian Watson come on as the season has taken off. Uh, we saw Dobbs make a huge play last week against the Miami Dolphins. And Robert Tunyon seems to be rounding into form as he's recovering from his knee injury last season. 
Also, we're not Aaron asking Aaron Rodgers to trust the Alan Lazards and the Randall Cobbs all game. We're asking him to crush, trust them in critical moments, and he seemed to find found his spots and find his spots where he wants to utilize each guy. And if they win on Sunday, they're in the playoffs. Of course, we've got college game day. It is built by Home Depot, and it comes to you at the top of the hour right after Get Up. Reese Davis, Kirk Herbstreet, Desmond Howard, David Pollack, and of course, Coach, Coach Corso, all of those guys live from the Rose Bowl ahead of the granddaddy of them all this afternoon. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Week 17, we got a big AFC Monday Night Football matchup for you. Josh Allen, the Bills take on Joe Burrow, the Bengals, 8-15 Eastern, 5-15 Pacific. You can catch it on ESPN, ABC, ESPN2, ESPN Deportes, and ESPN+. Plus. Coverage begins Monday Night Countdown at 7 on ESPN2. And the Bengals' Joe Mixon is already talking that talk. We're ready for every opportunity that comes to us. And at the end of the day, what people, you know, got to realize and understand is, like, we're the big dog at the AFC. And that's just what it is. And, um, you know, for anything to go happen or anything to happen, it go through us. <laughs> He's already said we won the game, but you might as well put us right back in the Super Bowl. Wow, the big dogs. <laughs> the big dogs. Listen, I, I played for the Steelers and Rex coached for the Ravens for a long time. I've called the Cincinnati Bengals a lot of things in the AFC, <laughs> but not the big dog. Maybe a puppy dog. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, but I, I will say this, man. I love the confidence yep. that they won, what, seven games in a row or yes. something? But tonight – the Bills won six games in a row. I can't wait for this. Listen, this First meeting between these two, between Josh Allen and Joe Burrow, who wins it? This is a big-time game. I'm going with the Cincinnati Bengals. I believe in Joe Burrow. Defense coordinator Luana Romo confusing some of these cyborg quarterbacks. It's going to be a great game. You know, I mean, I believe in Joe Burrow, too, but no, 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 no. I believe in Josh Allen more. Come on, Bills. You know, I, I got to go. I'm with you. Joe B, just cool. Yep. And Cincinnati, hey, look, they right now have been playing like they're the big dogs. What you got? You got Guys. Himbo yeah. gave me this. This okay. is a book of dad jokes. Yes. I'm going to give you the jokes for, for January for January 1st yes. and January 2nd. <laughs> Why don't eggs tell jokes? Why not? Because they would crack each other up. What do you call someone with no nose and nobody? What? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs>